It's not Valentine's Day in here in the bal- in the Valentine's in the in the Barentine's house. Family, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Did they see this part? Uh huh. Oh, they see it. Uh huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did they see this part too. Nope. Okay. I didn't like the way I said any of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hello there, and welcome to Pink Milk, your Star Wars podcast for us super fans. And those of us who are forced to listen to that. Today is someday, and someday Emperor Palpatine turned into a homophobe. Welcome back. <laughs> Somehow he returned. Our, are you ready, Thomas? I'm ready. Let's drink up. Drink up. This is Red Five. I'm going in. Hello there, Pop Pop. Hello there. How are you? I'm well, thank you very much. How are you? I am great. That's good to hear. Thank you. You're welcome. We are on take two. Uh huh. <laughs> double your pleasure, double your fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you're wondering who you're listening to on this doubled episode, I'm your host, Brian. With me, as always, is my better half and your better host, Thomas. Hello, hello, hello. We are celebrating our sixth year wedding anniversary today by recording a podcast. With our tungsten. With our tungsten (laughs) recording a podcast. Yes, we are. (laughs) Lucky you, babe. Lucky you. Did you think you'd be sitting here recording a podcast with three children? Six years Uh, ago? Yeah. Well, definitely not the podcast part. The children, yes. I mean, we've been together 16 years. Is it 15? 16? 15. You round it up. <laughs> My <laughs> husband always rounds up, so now I just, after 15, 16 years, I just round up, too. So. Yep. yep. Happy anniversary, Pop-Pop. Well, happy anniversary, paper anniversary. Yeah, paper anniversary. It's the official name change yeah, anniversary. Yeah, when the government said it was okay. <laughs> Still took us a while afterwards, though. We had said it was okay a lot, a lot before. <laughs> we <that>. sure did. <laughs> but, you know, honestly, in uh, kind of our redo, because I'm sorry, I don't know what I did, but our audio was so bad on the last one, so we had to redo it. I couldn't save it, Thomas. I couldn't save it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I love that we're going to be talking about... Um, this very queer episode, these two very queer episodes of The Bad Batch on our anniversary because, I mean, we had a little bit of a, uh, we don't need you government to tell us it's okay to be who we are. And we were, what's part of why I think, I think we honestly, I think we still have a little bit of a middle finger up to the man on that va- when we validate our relationship. Right. I mean, it's true. We never needed it. We operated yeah. as if though we were and that was it. Yep. And a sentence, and as so much so that when it became legal, we just didn't run out right away. Yeah, because we had already set our lives up to yep. 
of taking care of each other anyway. So yeah. I mean, it's it's so... We f- largely did it for the creation of the family and yes. the unity. That and for adoption offered. purposes. Yes. Right. But... Which was very important. I mean, thank God that it's legal now. And mm-hmm. thank God for people younger than us that it's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Because, yes... I am ultimately happy, obviously, that like we have the legal rights to get married now. But like there is a part of me that still is very much. Well, I don't need I didn't need you, Uncle Sam, to tell me I could get married. Like it's not that doesn't validate our relationship for me Mm -hmm. the same way that I hope it validates younger generations. True. Like I don't want younger generations to feel the way I do, but like it's still there now with all that said, we have absolutely recognized the benefits of it and we certainly oh. never want it to go away. No. Because it really, there's so much more to the obvious part of it. Yep. Even just from legal and succession and death and all of that stuff. So and it's very important. You watch Not a lot of succession. Any of that stuff now. Well, the, you know, you know, what would happen to the other person mm-hmm. in the event? Yeah. The other oh, passed away. Yep. All those things. What two songs are you going to play for me? When I'm dead, Thomas. Under the Orange Moon and something Hopper. Oh, wait, wait, wait. They're both uh, Erica Badu songs. So. No. Oh. Uh, One's Erica Badu. Uh, Under the Orange Moon. Okay, but it's just Orange Moon, but good orange job. Orange Moon. Mm-hmm. I'd find it eventually. You would. And then uh, the other one is, what's her name? I love and hate her. It's uh, She got the red head. She moved to England. She came back. She, all of a sudden, now she has an accent. She was crazy before. God, she doesn't have name? an accent. No, she talks like she does. She that's right. She doesn't. But <laughs> Torimos, honey, Torimos. Oh I knew that. It was com- it was coming. It was coming. Okay. To me. Happy Phantom. Happy Phantom. And if I the die thumper, today, I'll be the Happy the Phantom. Did I call it the or something? And they'll go chasing the nuns out in the yard. Together Just you'll so be you my ticket to the Universal Opera. There's Judy Garland taking Buddha by the hand. Just and then the, the seven wait, wait, little men get up to dance. Uh, just for the record. They say Confucius does a crossword with a pen. I have it written down, so in my uh, memory crate in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. How's your week been, honey? Well, uh, it depends. Are we saying... The week just began, so... Well, it did. <laughs> We're pretending tomorrow <clears throat> our youngest son is about to spend his last year in the single digits. It's his birthday. Yep. It is not Valentine's Day in the Barry household. It is Valentine's Day for... Oh, my God. That didn't make any sense. It is not Valentine's hey, Day. guess what, folks? Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. It ha- ironically happens to be our <laughs> son's birthday. And, and that's what we, we do the Valentine's Day on the down low because it makes the other one feel a little... Like everybody gets gifts. Jello. Yeah, he's a little young. He's a little jealous. Everybody gets uh, candies and sweethearts. Yeah, I'm not having an easy time with it, Pop. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I'm fine with it. Like my little babies, my little. They get. I mean, yes, Mm -hmm. yes, I love it. I love my 13 year old Jack. I did not. Well, I loved him, but I did offer you to get a few more, like (laughs) younger, younger ones, but Mm -hmm. older than six. No, you didn't. Yeah, I just offered it to you yesterday. <laughs> oh, would you yeah. like some more? Nope. <laughs> I really don't. I'll have grandbabies one day, little well, grand grands. Looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> yep, but well, you know, just here it is. More work than what we did in the beginning. <laughs> it probably will. We didn't change diapers before. Oh, no. 
You know what? I'll become a granddad at four. You hopefully the in-laws will be around. Use them. What are you gonna do? I mean, apparently they don't sleep through the night. Oh my god. I don't know. Be in another state. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, a kid. Maybe. But be on this side of the valley. That makes you think twice about driving across the valley. <laughs> no doubt. No. Um, yeah, let's get into these two episodes because we have two episodes of Bad Batch today to talk about. Not one, but two. Mm-hmm. And I was very, very, very excited for you to watch these because I know what you've been kind of asking for this last several weeks. And you wanted some closure. You wanted them to pick up with or what they were putting down last year. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they did. Mm-hmm. What, did, what did you think of these two episodes? The first one was called The Clone Conspiracy. Mm-hmm. And the second episode was called... Uh, truth and consequences and we are going to talk about these two episodes as if they're like one big episode today well at the risk of being canceled i guess i shouldn't (laughs) mention that yet again we've opened up in a bar but don't worry about it uh the bad batch was nowhere to be found in that particular episode yeah you know why well we opened up in a gay bar okay we opened up in a gay bar i didn't even know that was gay bar well all the clones are gay Oh, in your world, though. Like, in my world. Okay, mm-hmm. well, that's... Which is everybody's world. They were gay. But it was a Thomas, really great episode. Pink I Milk is now canon, so I do feel mm-hmm. like I have a sense mm-hmm. of authority in these mm-hmm. things now. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what did you think of these episodes? I thought they were really good. Loved them. Uh, again, you know, we had a standalone. The first one, the seven... What was that one called? What was the name of the episode? Number seven? Oh, that was um, The Clone Conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a very good episode. Yeah. Very good. Great. I mean, I didn't think it had anything to do with anything else until they played the second episode, which was number eight. Then obviously it tied back. But again, you know, we didn't have our main character show up at the yep. uh, day of work. So it okay. really is funny. That's like, I don't know why it's not bothering me. Like, but it really is not bothering you like a lot. It is bothering me. Yeah, you keep going back to it. And I mean, it makes sense. (laughs) So um, I found, look, last year we didn't talk about the Bad Batch this way, but on at the time after dark, we really queer coded the show a lot. And I do find a lot of queer metaphor in the Bad Batch with and through the Bad Batch, the clones in general. I don't know if I felt that way about the clones before the Bad Batch, but mm-hmm. since meeting the Bad Batch, I find it to be all very, very, very queer. And um, I feel like these episodes were super gay. And I can't help but personally feel like the regs, the regular clones are kind of like the queer community and the Bad Batch are like for gay men. Okay. Like specifically gay men. And they just read that way to me. Um, and I'm very excited for where the future of the show goes because like it's not going to be the same again. And I believe that the Bad Batch, along with our pals Rex and Echo, are going to start the Clone Liberation Front. Hmm. Similar to our gay liberation front, which mm-hmm. all of us queer people should at least have some some idea of what they were and you know i pulled this from wikipedia to read to everyone here about what the 
Gay Liberation Front was. Uh, the Gay Liberation Front, GLF, this is according to Wikipedia, was the name of several gay liberation groups, the first of which was formed in New York City in 1969, immediately after the Stonewall riots. Similar organizations also formed in the UK and Canada. The GLF provided a voice for the newly out and newly radicalized gay community and a meeting place for a number of activists who would go on to form other groups, such as the Gay Activists Alliance and Street Transvestite Action Revolutionaries, STAR, in the U.S. In the U.K. and Canada, activists uh, also developed a platform for gay liberation and demonstrated for gay rights. Activists from both U.S. and the U.K. groups would later go on to found or be active in groups including ACT UP, the Lesbian Avengers. Love that one. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Queer Nation and the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence and Stonewall. Yeah, they're great. Um, So I feel like I, I really I love this idea that Rex is on this mission to kind of bring awareness to the clones that have already these ideas of of the clones feeling used and mistreated by the by the empire is starting to bubble up and now the empire is silencing them and uh we open on that first episode to rampart trying to uh, get rid of the gays in the military He's like okay gays you helped get us here gays known as clones you helped get us here but now we don't want you. We want straight people. So we're going to go ahead and eliminate you. We're going to decommission you. And uh, Senator Chochi does not feel so good. Raya's like, um, what are we going to do with all these millions of people? Where are they to go? Do they have housing? Do they have medical care? Do they have health care? And the Rampart's like, the government, the military's like, yeah, they're gay. We don't care. Hmm. Feels very much like real life. Back in the 90s and early 2000s and the 80s and 70s and 60s to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're like, you know, um, during the AIDS epidemic, which last year, which you should go back. And I love that episode uh, on After Dark when we discussed the uh, finale. But the destruction of Topoka City very much felt like the AIDS crisis to me and all the empty beds and everything on Camino just felt very 80s hospital. And um, the government was not there to help gay people at all. And there was no help for them. And think about like the AIDS crisis in the mid 80s. What if gay people were actually treated like human beings and maybe the government put in an effort back then? Maybe we would have found a cure to AIDS by now and or things like prep and stuff that are really helping stop the continuation of the AIDS virus um, could have gotten to us sooner. Could have. Maybe. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think the government's role in us being held back is just so incredibly strong and still felt now. And now with things like banning books in school and getting rid of queerness in schools and not being allowed to say the word gay in a school and outing children if they are known to be gay at school and they have to out them to their parents, you know, we're not, we're stepping backwards and it's very scary. Mm. Um, but you're not really picking up on all this. Like, 
queer uh, coding no, on the show. I are you? felt like I was just listening to a completely different show coming out of your mouth. <laughs> I mean, I haven't. You sometimes you lose me through all this. I know you have such strong feelings about it all, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to focus on the show, and you just made up this whole new show, and I don't even know that I felt like I watched that show. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I like your show. It might be more exciting than what I've seen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess. Yes. Well, I mean, in the show itself. Okay, how we're do you, back to the yeah, show. Okay, okay, in the show itself, how yes. do you feel for the clones who literally were used to help form the Empire? Like, they were the plan that annihilated both. Off. I would be very mad. Yeah. I'd be very mad. Yeah. So I certainly wouldn't take it sitting down that's for sure you know and like and i love that part at the clone bar mm-hmm. when senator chuchi comes back to them and is like hey i want to be your voice you know what it's actually kind of stupid because even though they want to go ahead and they want to have the uh the stormtroopers well why can't you have the bad batch i'm sorry the, the clones. clones and the stormtroopers well. eventually they'll just kind of fruition away through time they'll sashay away like, well maybe they'll they are gay there i heard today i heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> and they have their own bar apparently too so mm-hmm. it's good for them i yep. did see a couple of green lights so it did look at like a bunch of fun gay bars Love are green lights w- way more fun than straight bars well, in my experience i would agree 100 percent. Mm-hmm. like I do I do find that very interesting. I'm I feel like we may have seen a clone bar last year in season mm-hmm. one. I haven't gone back to like look, mm-hmm. but it did speak to me too as a queer person again to see the clones in their own bar. Like and it brings me back to when we went to bars, mm-hmm. <laughs> which has been probably sixteen years. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't say, think I I've been in a bar for 10 years. The, you know, when we would go on vacation, yeah. I think that we, you know, but you went to Palm Springs. What else yeah. were you going to do? Sit in the sun and drink. Head on into Heaven's Waiting Room. <laughs> Love it there, though. Love it. It's beautiful. Um, a little bit too humid for me. Yeah. Um, but watching the clones in their own bar, <clears throat> you know, we, why do we go to gay bars? Like, why do you, why, when you went out, why did you choose a gay bar? I'm sure it's multi-layered, but oh, like, God, what are yeah, some yeah. of those layers? Well, A, that's where most of my friends would go, so mm-hmm. you wanted to go, and that would foster new relationships with other people. And sometimes I want to pick somebody up, so why would I go to a straight bar when sometimes. I knew that I was more guaranteed to pick somebody up at a gay bar? Sometimes. <laughs> Honey, I'm going to say sometimes. I'd, my children may be listening uh, to this one day. Well, I didn't, marry no, I didn't marry no saint. I wanted somebody with experience and talent. Unique, uniqueness, <laughs> nerve, and talent. Well, you got it all. <laughs> <laughs> What's the C though? Charisma, charisma. uniqueness, no charisma. <laughs> nerve, and talent. You know what, Rue? I'll see you next Tuesday. Also, mm-hmm. <laughs> see you next Tuesday. You is a punk. Oh my God! Look at that. Now I got. I'm an orange moon. I'm brighter than before. Brighter than ever before i just i was able to work in erica badu tori amos and robin into one podcast this really is a very gay episode of the clone wars i heard (laughs) 
I heard. <laughs> no, but I thought it was really interesting mm-hmm. that the clones, like, that's where they feel safe. They want to be together. They don't fit in in regular society. Mm-hmm. You know, when she's like, but that's what we're meant to do. We're soldiers. And she's like, what's going to happen when you're too old? And someone mentioned in the Senate, they're like, well, they age rapidly. They're all going to die off anyways. Like, who cares? Like, That's it's why I don't so understand my day. But like, I mean, talk about a government treating these human beings like they are nothing. Like they don't even know what to do for them. And mm-hmm. and someone like Rampart is just so flip flippant about letting them go. It's like it's it's beyond crazy they to me. It's bonkers. Problems for themselves. The clones? No. The Empire. No. Well, governments oftentimes make things complicated for themselves because they sneak, you know, they write these 300 page bills and they're going to like sneak something in on the back end and then like get it. And then it's just going to be overturned on the next bill because the other group's going to just sneak it in on the back end because they can't actually have a conversation and then figure it out. Everything's all sneaky reeky. I hate the government. Oh, wow. Don't say that out loud. <laughs> uh, does anyone really like the government? Let's be honest. I don't think anyone really well, does. Well, not when you have to pay them taxes. <laughs> um, but they do take care of you, right? Unless you're gay with AIDS in well, the 80s, then they do. Firemen, policemen, they do. road people, sanitation people, all of which you pay for, of course, but... You know, yeah, yeah, the military protects you. NASA creates NASA creates, and now we're shooting down UFOs. Science type items for mm-hmm. you that become eventually everyday items for you to use. Yep, true <laughs> that, true that. So then we meet a an assassin. Mm-hmm. Very cool costume. Loved the voice. It was very exciting. Rampart hired this person to kill a clone. That clone was telling another clone slip about this whole thing of like decommissioning the clones and wanting this whole stormtrooper initiative and that they're eliminating clones that knew about uh, Tapioca City being shot down by the Empire. Tapioca City? Tapioca City. Oh, okay. That's right. We used to call it Tapioca City. Yeah, it's a lot more fun. It is. (laughs) If you like Tapioca. I don't even really know what tapioca is, to be honest. It's like a dessert of some sort. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I can't see this, people, but I'm kicking Brian's chair. Mm-hmm. Right underneath my hiney. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just stretching my legs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Stretching something else, too. Um. <laughs> the chair. <laughs> Okay, so we meet an assassin, and uh, they're set out now to kill Slip because Slip is telling people about about the fact that Rampart used his ship to destroy Tapioca City. Mm-hmm. And Senator Chuchi's like, Slip, I need you to testify in front of the uh, Senate because I am here to help get you rights, and we have to frame what Rampart did. And uh, that's why he did this, was to push along his own initiative. And anyways, Slip ends up getting killed. The assassin kills a bunch of uh, 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 Chuchi's guards, and she's just about dead. But who saves the day but our good old boy, Rex? Welcome back, Rex. 
<laughs> and then we find out the assassin was another clone who's had all of his numbers and everything erased, so no one knows who he is. And it's very mysterious. And they're like, why would a clone do this to to one another? I'm like, why? You just had your brother, Crosshair, trying to kill you all the time. So like, don't be all shocked and surprised the clones are out there killing each other. You were literally just hunted by your brother all last year. All year long, he's going after you. Don't get it. Clones are constantly going year, after you. Have we seen him this year? Yeah, the second episode. One of my favorite Star Wars episode, uh, stories ever. Oh, okay. I forgot about that standalone episode already. <sighs> my God, my honey is just not liking this season. <laughs> no, but I like that much. <laughs> um, anyways, and we are down in lower levels of Coruscant in the Martez sister garage. So... My sisters, they're coming to me soon. I'm very excited. I hope so. So that was that episode. Then we open up to the new one. Rex needs our boys, the gay men themselves, the YMCA, the uh, what's what's their name? The Macho Men. Mm-hmm. What what's their names? Um, what's that band? YMCA, Macho Man, the Mod Squad. Police oh officer, village people, the village people. Yes. Okay, so Rex calls the village people in mm-hmm. to, uh, hey, we need to get into the ship and steal these plans because it's all been recorded and we need to get to it before the Empire does, before they erase them. Mm-hmm. And we're going to show this video of Tapioca City getting blown up. And that's basically the gist of that episode. But some of my favorite stuff in this mm-hmm. is we get to see Hallie Bertoni come back. She was once a senator of Camino. Love that character. She is one of those great, sleazy, rich old ladies Mm -hmm. who is loaded and a horrible person, but you can't wait to watch it the entire time. And she feels like she's like, um, what was her name in Dynasty? I'm really bad gay. Alexa Carrington. Yeah, she's like Alexa Carrington (laughs) if she were a senator. I could just see her like standing on a balcony. Lama Sue, you're dreadful. And you... Tanway, look at that outfit. Oh, hell, you're a bitch. Well, you're a slut. I didn't get any of that from her. We're going to go fight through it. We're going to roll through a fountain, get all wet. Oh, this is my wedding. Wasn't that what happened? Something like that? I I don't know. I imagine, I'm sure he's, it was so long ago, Homecat. Wasn't it the 80s? Yeah, I think so. I was too young for it. You seem to know a lot about it. Well, I'm gay. It was born in my DNA. See, <laughs> being gay is not a choice. You either have dynasty in your veins or you don't. Either have dynasty or Knott's Landing. Well, I did have Knott's Landing. Landing. I did. I love me some Knott's Landing. Mac. I used to have a crush on Mac, I think. I'm in Austin Green. Oh, yeah. Um, So, but one of my favorite parts of the whole thing was getting to see that Halle Bertoni, who is like this arrogant person, and Chuchi and Omega get her because they're like, hey, you used to be a senator of Camino. Like, we need your help to say show how bad this is. And she's like, I don't care. Most of my people are gone. And I'm like, Lama Su is an idiot. Is Lama Su dead? Yeah, the prime minister. I think okay. we assume he is. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if we know he's dead. Okay. But I think we assume he is. Mm-hmm. Something happened last year. I think it's I think it's assumed that he's dead. I thought Lama Su was a woman. Oh, that's Tanway. And Nala say. 
Nalase. That's who yeah. She's the one who okay. was like uh, helped raise Omega. She's the one who was captured at the end. That now is off in that unknown planet. Okay. With the cloners. Oh. But I hope I hope we see her in the Mandalorian because that Doctor Pershing is back in season three. That would be very. And he was a cloner. Yeah. And I don't know how long like Kaminoans live, but oh my god, if we get a Kaminoan in live action and we get to see Nala say IRL in season three or Kaminoans, I don't know. Cameroonans. <laughs> I don't think they're that. <laughs> Cameroon. I like that. That's what that. You know what? From here on out, Cameroonans. Cameroonans. You got to say it like that. Okay. Though. Oh. Cameroon. There you go. All right. <laughs> Happy anniversary. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, but anyway, she's like, "How do you not care? That was our home." And and she's like, "Girl, why do you care?" She's like, "I'm a clown. I'm a clown too. That was my home, and I'm mad." And you, every time I try to do Omega, she's like a little Southern girl, like. But like, I loved that we got to see her like express. Like an emotion like that, mm-hmm. I don't know if we've ever seen Omega mad. You know, or she's at least been. Her hair flows around when she's mad. You're a bitch, Hallie. Girl, who do you think you're calling a bitch? I called you a bitch. Look at those earrings. They're tired. You don't even have any ears. Take them off. <laughs> Did you notice they had earrings that were like wrapped around the top of her head like a little headband, but then they drooped down like their earrings? Hallie Bertoni is a queen. <laughs> Amazing. I did not notice. Again. Yeah. So anyways, but like when was the last time? Do you remember Omega being like mad before? She's no. usually like well, she she's been o- on, on a lot this year. So it's been a while. <laughs> she's been studying. Her, honey. Her 15 minutes she's a sure. working girl. Yeah. And she's like, you know what? I need to know I can take care of myself. If the village people decide to go men only, which I hope they don't, because they'd be one of the, they would turn into those gays, and we don't like those gays that are only into men. That's now she BS. Can work at the circuit parties. She's a certified mixologist. <laughs> <laughs> Any death sticks? Apple martini. I can see her. Going like this with the... Oh, my the, God. And you know what she could do? She could make shaker. so much money. because She could, like, take her little bow and she could, like, shoot the drinks across the room. She's like, oh, I'll get you. And you'd be like, whoa, here's Omega. Thanks, Omega. Not only am I a mixologist, I'm a great shot, too. Some bartender. <laughs> Um, but I did, I think it was very, very interesting to see her mad because I, she needs to grow up a little bit. And I think it was, was it last week I was talking about, I want to see her get some real like strife Mm -hmm. and have a little baby Boba come in and be kind of the devil on her shoulder. And I feel like we're getting closer to that Hmm. with this possibility. I like that idea though. That's a good idea. Um. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So anyways, uh, the Bad Batch gets their video. We play it in front of the Senate, mm-hmm. and who pops up out of that amazing stamen of a flower pistol thing? I forget what they're called. 
but the closeted homophobe herself, Empress Palpatine. Who wouldn't even lift up her veil. She was so No, because she's so dramatic. It's Very there, dramatic. Yeah, she's like, bitch, did y'all hear at the beginning of the episode that that dress-wearing pale Organa? He said, I never show up to these things anymore. I'm too busy cooking my witch's brew in the world between worlds. <laughs> now, I'm going to make a scene. The lights are going to go low. This ominous music's going to play. He's always got like this organ player. He's like the the guy at the Castro movie theater in San Francisco. He's like, oh, organ pizza. The organ, the Palpatine's <laughs> coming. He walks over on his walker because they're all that know the only people left that know how to play the organ. Like He's the like, guy from Yeah. <laughs> hey, Chris. You want to go ride in that little bicycle? Is his name Herbert? I Pervert, Herbert. I don't know. God. <sighs> I don't know how I feel about that show. American Dad was better. Yeah, our son is watching it, though. He sure is. <laughs> He's got a great sense of humor, though. That's why. Jack, he mm-hmm. does. I love that boy. I'm such a good boy. Um, so Palpatine comes up and is like, oh, my God, Rampart, you did this. How dare you arrest him? He went behind my back and shot down all these cities. I don't think so. Not on my watch, bitch. Not on my watch. So why do you think that Rampart did not stand up for himself? Because yeah. there's nothing you can do. He's the emperor. But he should have said right there on the spot. Yeah, well, he did. Right. He tried. And then he was like, <laughs> I was following orders. And then Palpatine, everyone's like, oh, thank God, Palpatine. We see you, girl. Yes, queen. Drama. They're all excited about it, right? <laughs> Told you it's a very gay show. Um, <laughs> I am enjoying the show that you're talking about. So anyways, and then he's like, but you know what? I don't approve. I don't agree with what Rampart did. But you know what else I don't agree with, senators? Those clones. They took those orders way too easily they killed their own kind don't help the homos the homos just turn on each other why would you want to help them Mm-mm. i say out with the gays in with the straights and from here on out i am instituting the stormtrooper uh program and bitch still got rid of the clones because the emperor is always two steps of ahead of everyone so what do you think the next episodes are going to bring are i don't know assassinate all the clones i don't know like this is where i think the clone liberation front is coming like i feel like we're going to get some act up we're going to get some queer rebellion we're going to get like i i don't know if this show look i've i've really been liking the show mm-hmm. i like this season this season better than last season personally i've been i've really really actually genuinely liked this show right and I've been fine with the monster of the week, the one and done things. I've been kind of fine with that. But after this, like, I don't like if 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 next Wednesday is now the pod race episode, like, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to be OK with that anymore. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't need one necessarily huge story every time I can still kind of have a one and done. But I feel like the stakes have been raised and I need the stakes to continue to be raised. Now, if Sid comes back and we have a mission to do or Fee comes back and there's another like Indiana Jones adventure waiting for them, like maybe at least have a conversation of like, should we be doing this anymore because we have this other stuff going on? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So I'm not saying like tomorrow needs to come out and like, boom, we're in it. 
But like, I think it needs to be discussed now. Like there needs to be the bad batch needs to like, well, okay, what are we doing? Who are we? Are we just going to work with Sid who we were just told can't trust us because you know, who's going to turn on him now? Sid, they're going to be, someone's going to leak on her that, you know, an Imperial is going to come to her bar and say, where are these clones? Who's seen clones in your bar and she's going to have a decision to make. And is she going to turn them in? Is she not? You know, mm-hmm. and we know we had that one line of don't trust her. You know, I hope that we don't have to make all Trandoshans like evil. I would like her to be good and I would like her to not do that. But I don't think we can stay as safe anymore. I don't even think that would be good for Omega. I think Omega needs to like start figuring out who she is outside of the little kid in the Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think she's going to be anymore either. I think I think. Hallie Bertoni telling her that she didn't care about her. And then the emperor also double downing and being like, no decommission them all. I don't think she is that. I don't think she can be that kid anymore. Mm-hmm. I think she's been radicalized and you know what I mean? Like not radicalized. That's a, has very bad connotations these days, but like she's got a fight in her now, mm-hmm. you know, she's going to go down to the, to the Ferrex gay bar and throw some bricks. God, I love that Nandor. Remember that? Mm-hmm. They put the dead people in the bricks. And then Marva was in a brick and they used a brick. Oh God. It was really that was really beautiful. That was God, that show was so good. Um Is it coming back? Yeah, in like two years though. Well, forgotten it by then. <laughs> you know what? Luckily for years. a year in two How do years. How these people make any money? I don't know if they do other projects, but in two years we can do a rewatch for the podcast. Because okay. you know who's still going to be sitting here in two years? You? That guy. <laughs> that guy. This Point guy? to you. <laughs> <laughs> I better get a raise. Yeah, I don't know. But what about you? Where do you think this show's going to go? What do you want I it to no do? I have no idea. I want some consistency. I'd like to. I liked the two episodes I shot, uh, saw. Mm-hmm. I wished that was the show and I could just erase whatever came okay. before the seven episodes. Uh, you know, those six. So. So. You're on team. Like, let's start freeing some clones and finding yeah, a place for the clones to go to. I'd like to know where it is that we're going. Yeah. You know, again, you know, I'm not the super fan. Mm-hmm. Give me a story. I want to, you know, go along the ride as opposed to one off, one off, one off. Yeah. So. Oh, my God, girl. How are you going to be when you have the Mandalorian to follow and like watch season three start to unfold and the Bad Batch going on? Oh, and there's a Wednesday with both. Are we going to talk about them both? Mm-hmm. Or will we finally stop talking about Bad Batch? <laughs> mm. I don't know. If it's like this, it's going to be really, really difficult. How many more episodes do we have? Eight? Yeah. Okay. And when does Mandalorian start? March 1st. In two weeks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oy. So it's going to be tough. I mean, so on Let's Kiki, we'll be breaking down the Mandalorian. And you and I. talk about it at all? Oh, no, we will. You and I will talk about both. That's a lot of TV for me to watch. It is. I know. Come Wednesday mornings, we'll come home. Probably I'll wake up early like always and watch The Mandalorian and then we'll watch Bad Batch when I get home from work. Yep. Maybe before you go on the Kiki. Uh-huh. Hmm. Probably. Remember those kids you have? Who? <laughs> <laughs> they might want to see you. Oh, yeah. So I'm glad you liked them. Well, thank you. I'm glad that they put them on for me. You know what? Yep. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. You know what else I put on for you, Dom? That shirt? 
No, I did that for all of them. <laughs> no one wants to look at this without a shirt on. You don't know what I put on for you? The tungsten? <laughs> no. No. I put on a razor on my balls. Thanks oh. to our sponsor. You know what I put on for you? Harry balls? No. A razor on my face. Oh, I thought you looked extra young today. Well, you know what? We got to say thank you to our sponsor this yes. episode. Thank, thank you, you, Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped. Thank you. I've got nice, clean balls. My husband's got a nice, clean face. You know, it we... is the best razor I think I've ever used. And we have bought a lot of razors out clippers? there. Clippers? Yeah. Clippers. They're just janky. Yeah, no, this honestly. Is, you've, when it's in your they hand, both you're like, are. God, this feels good. The lawnmower is really nice, too. I've had an actual lawnmower to push weed grass mm-hmm. in yards that felt lighter. A Honda. A Honda that felt lighter and chintzier than the lawnmower to clean my balls. Oh, well, this this is good. Mm-hmm. Well, then maybe everybody should go out and get one. You should. You should head on over to manscaped.com. Use our code PINKBALLS. PINKBALLS. For 20% off your order and free shipping here That's in the U.S. Money. It really is. Yeah. 20% is a lot. And You're free welcome, shipping. everyone. Let me tell you, I hate paying for shipping. Like, it's me keeping me in brick and mortar because I don't like to pay for shipping. I feel it like I get, I feel like I get ripped off. I call it the laziness fee. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> you know what? No. What? We should also let people know about Patreon. So thank you, yes. patrons, for helping support the show. Thank you for these very new mics you'd that like you're listening us to, to us be right here now. in two years when we talk about Andor. Again. <laughs> Again. We'd like you to join our Patreon. We Please. appreciate it. And so thank, thank you. you, Will and Brian and Brennan, for being our newest patrons. Thank we appreciate you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And anyways, that information is down below. And uh, I think this weekend, I think I'm going to do a little hangout Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, we're going to do our Valentine's episode on on Let's Geeky. Both Geeky. Chase and Emma are gone. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Both Chase and Emma are gone. So the patrons and I are going to take over Let's Kiki. We're going to talk about our favorite relationships in Star Wars. And you know what? Because I want to be as inclusive as possible. Mm -hmm. We're not talking just straight romantic relationships. Excellent. Because love does not necessarily mean romance. I thought you were going to say love is done. No, not when I'm looking at you, baby. (laughs) Good answer. Ding! (laughs) So... Anyways, if you're interested in Patreon, check that out down below. Don't forget, thank you, Manscaped, for sponsoring this episode and several before this. Use our code PINKBALLS at manscaped.com. And uh, until next time, Thomas, you can follow me and the show on Twitter and Instagram at ServingPinkMilk. Shoot us an email with whether or not you think the clones are gay at ServingPinkMilk at gmail.com. Some of them, I think, do shave. Well, then they need. So let me tell you, a clone looks sexy with a beard, or even just a half skull tatted on your face. Mm. Hunter's pretty hot. Mm. No, but Mm. you're right. The one with the beard at the bar. Yeah, slip. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you can slip my DMs anytime he wants. Sounds like we're done here. (laughs) All right, let's do this thing. Pop up and drink up.